bom 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 Hi, I'm Ori, your host, and we have some great predictions and reactions from our Who's On Top podcast this week. Today, I'm here with our two contestants. In the purple corner, we have our returning contestant, the Frizzbro, Jacob Kazdin. How you doing? Long time no talk. And in the other green corner, we have our supremely confident Russian JV captain, Ellis Gordon. Hey, guys. Now, to start off episode three, there's going to be a slight change of role. Ellis will be asking me and Jacob some questions. Uh, we'll see what he has to do as the role of a host. And I call the segment Love It or Leave It. I will be asking them four questions. They will decide if they're going to love it or leave it. All right. Dwight Howard was recently said he would participate in the dunk contest. Love it or leave it? I think you got to include Superman. <laughs> you can't really go wrong with the... I think he's like 7'2", 7'1". He's he's humongous. I don't think I think it'll be entertaining to watch him at the dunk competition. Yeah, I also love love the decision by Dwight Howard. He's had some great history in the dunk contest, and there's no reason for that not to continue. Jadavion Clowney hit on Carson Wentz. Love it or leave it? I mean, you can't really like when a player gets injured, but I don't know. Jadavion Clowney had a, another similar hit back in Michigan, so I'm gonna have to leave this one. Yeah, also gotta leave it. You don't want to see dirty hits in the NFL. So many injuries. Tua. Tavagaiola. I don't know if I pronounced that right. <laughs> but love it or leave it, his decision to enter the NFL. I love it. I know he's came off a pretty bad ankle injury, but I think he'll be a good pro. If he goes in the NFL, he'll do great, I'm um, sure. Just and lastly, Mike McCarthy to the Cowboys after Jason Garrett pleaded for his job and was fired. Love it or leave it? I don't know. In Texas, everything is big, and certainly Mike McCarthy is quite large. Uh, I think it's a great signing by the Packers. He's had great success in Green Bay, and that'll continue for sure. All right. Thanks, Ellis. Thank you for your role as host, Ellis. You did quite a decent job. Thank you. Now we'll be moving on to the college football playoffs, um, the finals, uh, Clemson versus Louisiana State University. We have the undefeated Trevor Lawrence, who is not only known for his main, but also his game, and LSU, who's led by the Heisman-winning quarterback Joe Burrow, who is, according to many metrics, having one of the most efficient seasons in college football history. Uh, what do we have in store? Yeah, it's hard to bet against uh, Joe Burrow and uh, the LSU Tigers. They are undefeated this year. Joe Burrow looks unstoppable. He made the uh, Oklahoma defense look like they're playing peewee football. He set Through. so many records. The, he threw seven touchdowns in the first half. Like, that's insane. Uh, he also then rushed for a touchdown in the third quarter before sitting as if it was like rep game in the semifinals of the college football playoffs. There's no discredit to Dabo Sweeney and Trevor Lawrence. Clemson teams are a really good team with a better defense than Oklahoma, no doubt. That said, there's no way I can pick against the LSU Tigers, uh, Ed Oregon, Joe Burrow. They're both, they can't be stopped. 35-24 to 24 for LSU. I'm also going to agree. I think LSU wins this game. I think it'll be a very good game, but yes, LSU just won versus Oklahoma 63-28. to and I don't see Clemson stopping yeah, and Joe slowing Burrow's, down Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's brilliance is kind of hard to put into words at this point. Four touchdown passes for him in this game. Yeah, I um, think uh, I think LSU's going to win 37-21. Sticking with football, um, we're going to move to the divisional round where the Vikings are going to take on the 49ers. We were actually sent a, um, a video, a reaction video of the Vikings winning. I'll narrate to you what's happening. Currently, Kirk Cousins dropping back on the goal line. It's overtime. Minnesota was were expected to lose this game. Kyle Rudolph catches it in the end zone. Yes, that's it! Yes! 
and we hear the reactions of the fans. It, it was quite surprising to see Minnesota win, uh, given their luck in the playoffs, but Minnesota Miracle struck twice, even at the Superdome. Let's see what we have for this game. And just to add to that, another lost year for a Saints team that had Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, they, they have been uh, marred by penalties in the playoffs. This last play coming on a somewhat controversial call of a push-off, but they made it to the next round, and we'll see what happens. Jacob, what do you think? The 49ers are playing the Vikings in the divisional round. Yes, the Vikings just beat the Saints, who were the heavy favorites, but I think the 49ers will pull this one out. They finished the regular season with a record of 13-3. and Garoppolo played great. Emmanuel Sanders did well. Kittle was ridiculous. And uh, they have a very good committee of three or four running backs. I think the 49ers are going to have a hefty victory by at least 10 points. Yeah, the Vikings definitely beat the Saints, but despite that amazing Kirk Cousins clutch throw to Adam Thielen, they didn't show me much past that they can beat the 49ers. The Saints also had a really bad game themselves with some bad coaching, some bad play by Drew Brees, which is uncharacteristic. But I don't see the Vikings getting past the 49ers on this one either. Dalvin Cook, if they do get past him, we have another great game. Against the Saints, he ran for 28 times for 94 yards. I just don't see the Vikings repeating their success. Jimmy G is playing very good this year and as Jacob mentioned George Kittle really top form uh 49ers win 24 to 17 sounds good let's move on to the Seahawks and the Packers these uh two teams have had a history of great games every time they seem to meet some sort of magic happens onside kicks fake punts that crazy catch with Golden Tate right at the end it's always Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson and it's always been great so what do we have in store this time Russell Wilson obviously an amazing quarterback Aaron Rodgers, obviously an amazing quarterback. This is a matchup of two heavyweights in Lambeau, and it's going to be cold, but I have the Seahawks winning this one. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have a 13-3 record with uh, Matt LeFleur, but they haven't looked convincing in any of their wins. If you watch their tape, they really struggle. They have struggled to put consistently up 60 minutes, and teams that struggle to put up a good, consistent 60 minutes just struggle in the playoffs. The Packers, they have always had moments of brilliance. Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers... But the Seahawks consistently find ways to win games and consistently perform. It's going to definitely be a close game. Sure to be another great game with the history these two teams have. I remember the Skittle Man is back. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch is back. He's looking good. Travis Homer, yeah, he's he stepped up a little bit. But I think it's just going to be up to Russell Wilson and his legs. And as I said in the last episode, I kind of trust Russell Wilson at this point in my life. The Seahawks, I think, are going to win this one. 20-17. to 17. Yeah, I also think it will be a very close game. However, I think the sides will switch. The Packers will win this game. Devontae Adams, his last three games, has been pretty explosive, going for 93 yards at the minimum in how are they three games. D- how are they going to guard DK Metcalf? He's going to guard DK Again, Metcalf. both secondaries are pretty exposed here, yeah. but especially to the likes of Devontae well, they Adams got, they got and Shaquille, DK They got Shaquille Griffin Shaquille, the Seahawks. Yeah. Griffin had a great season this year. But I don't see Alexander, King. Okay. The rookie corners. King has been extremely inconsistent. Yes, King has been inconsistent as of late, but they spent a high draft pick on him, so they clearly saw something, and I think it's there. The Packers' offense will just overpower Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and we all know what Aaron Rodgers can do. I think they win 24-17. I don't see them being able to guard the triple threat of Wilson, Lockett, and DK Metcalf. Yeah, 2017. Now on to the AFC, uh, where we have the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Tennessee Titans. See, I think that um, while the uh, Edgar Allen's Poe's Ravens are quite a heavy favorite here, actually I think the Titans have quite a chance based on the performance of Derrick Henry, who uh, has carried the Titans past one of the 
one of the greatest dynasties in our of our time on his shoulders. But let's see, that's quite an unpopular opinion. Let's. Well, what do you guys have for yeah, us? Yeah, that was a crazy game, Titans Patriots. As I predicted, Titans came up on top with the help of Derrick Henry's legs, and it does look like a good matchup for the Titans. The Ravens are not the best run defense, and Derrick Henry is probably the best running back at the moment. I cannot choose against. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and their dual-threaded attack of Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. The Titans are definitely going to put up a fight. High-scoring game. Even though both defenses have been playing well, it's going to be a high-scoring game. This Ravens offense, led by Greg Roman, is going to be too much for the Titans to handle. Brady is a bit washed up, as was proven by the game, and the Titans were able to easily stop them. This is not going to happen to the Ravens. Just like all season, the Ravens are going to completely bulldoze the Titans and have to disagree with Ori. As the Again, I think that that's a fair point, but if we're talking about bulldozing, it's Derrick Henry, not Lamar Jackson. That Lamar Jackson true. has quite a lithesome, kind of slinky type of way of but running. But Mark Ingram is a true... Mark Ingram power, is a true power back. Both and I think from Alabama. He's, he's Derrick great. Henry and Mark Ingram, both from Alabama. They're, from both, uh, they're both from Bama under Nick Saban. Highly disciplined, and speaking of Bama, they had quite a run against Michigan, which I'm still not recovered from. But I think that... The Ravens do have a pretty solid chance, especially with the you know double-headed monster as you characterized it with you know Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, very different types of runners. But um, Jacob, what do you have to say about this one? I'm gonna have to agree with Ellis on this one. I think the Ravens are gonna win. Lamar Jackson thrown for 11 touchdowns his last three games. Also, you just add on his running game to their already ridiculous passing offense. And yes, Derrick Henry has been ridiculous and the Titans offense has been one of the best in the second half of the season, but I don't see the Titans being able to stop the Ravens. It also comes to the fact that, do you think Ryan Tannehill can beat the Ravens defense with Earl Thomas? I mean, personally, I don't think the Titans have enough to win. The Ravens have surprisingly strong cornerbacks with Jimmy Smith, Marlon Humphrey. Yes, they, they've, they've been uh, very productive Peters, this season. And then uh, safety, uh, Earl Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my concern with the Titans and why I'm not picking them despite I really like the Titans team is that I don't think Tannehill, despite him being hot, can match up against that cornerback. And Derrick Henry can't do everything. They, I mean, they really only scored 14 points against the Patriots. That's not going to cut it against the Ravens. However, that. they do have a tight end from Harvard who scored a touchdown. So maybe he his mind can figure out something. But we'll maybe. see what they have. Now into the last matchup of uh, the AFC playoffs. We have the Chiefs and the Texans. Two very strong teams led by dual-threat quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Texans pulled off an incredible win last round, led by the heroics of J.J. Watt and some other... Um, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he, yeah no, no, no way to bring him down. They, it was quite impressive. So who are we taking in this round? I got to go with the Chiefs. I think the Texans barely pulled off the win against the Bills. I just don't see the the Chiefs. I see the Chiefs' offense just overpowering the Texans' defense, and not the other way around. I mean, John Brown was one of the best quarterbacks in the Bills <laughs> game, uh, so that was pretty impressive. The throw to is Josh. That a, is Allen. that a John Brown thing or a Josh Allen lack of? I don't know. It seems like Josh Allen caught the pass and made the uh, the rest of the reception. To to that credit, they played pretty well against the Texans. Josh Allen played threaded a tiny ball between J.J. Watt's outstretched arms. That, that was, was quite insane. an impressive that was very play. Insane, yeah. um, I'd, rec- look it up. I'd recommend actually, you guys look it up. Insane. But that said, I think the Texans played pretty well, so I think they might have a shot against the Chiefs. Yeah. I know it's an unpopular opinion. Andy Reid, in terms of talent, is just a much better coach than Bill O'Brien. And Deshaun Watson, I think, will play good. Unlike the Titans-Ravens game, which I think will be pretty close, this game is going to be a blowout. Uh, Chiefs win all the way here. I think they win by 34 to 
17 or 20. I don't know, but I don't see the Texans doing much here. Deshaun Watson can't carry them forever. Chiefs defense isn't the best. I'm well aware of that, but Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, they have weapons galore, and the Texans Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about him. That's disrespectful. Yeah, they also him. have a strong committee of backs, right? Yeah, there. yeah, yeah Damian Williams, Sean McCoy. Texans pass rush is good, especially with JJ. Yeah, especially with JJ Watt back, but their cornerbacks are kind of atrocious. Patrick Mahomes. Is a great. I mean, a, remember if I think if Josh Allen can thread that ball through JJ Watt's arm, I think Patrick Mahomes, one of the best and most accurate quarterbacks, can definitely do. Yeah, that. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback right now in the playoff field remaining. Chiefs win all the way. Um, one more thing. Just, I know I said the Chiefs would win, but injury to Will Fuller, if he does play, would give the Texans a, a very, very good weapon on offense. And I think if he does, he's play, basically a poor man's Tyreek Hill. In terms really? of yeah, he is. vertical threat. He is, and I think that'll give him a boost if he plays, and they will not win without him. Do you think they will win with him? Their chances are higher than without him because of the vertical threat he, he gives to the team, but I do not think they'll win with him. Jacob, how many receiving yards do you think uh, DeAndre Hopkins will have? I think Hopkins will have a big game, over 100 yards. But the Texans still lose? Yeah, Texans still and lose. And Tyree Kill will also have a big two game? Two touchdowns, 130 Tyree yards. Tyree Kill will have yes. two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. I don't... Two touchdowns is a lot, but I'm going to go with a, t- a touchdown, but I'm going to up him with 140 yards for Tyree Kill. And I think DeAndre Hopkins will also have a big game, but no touchdowns. I'll have eight catches for 90 yards for DeAndre Hopkins. It's going to be an offensive showdown. It just comes down to, I believe, Andy Reid and his offense are just much more efficient than Deshaun Watson and his offense. Now we're moving on to the NBA, where we have two stellar matchups. We have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers, of course, have been incredible this season, but the Dallas Mavericks have been quite the hot team. They they have almost everyone on their roster can shoot threes, and they're led by two of the most talented European players. No, it's not Kristaps Porzingis. No, it's not Luka Doncic. It's Boban Marjanovic and UD Bobby. They both have been incredible, though slightly overshadowed by the play of Kristaps Porzingis and Luka Doncic, who has been having an incredible season. All right, let's see what we have. Uh, I think the I think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to come down to the fact that Kristaps Porzingis is injured and will not be playing in this game. But Luka Doncic has been an absolute unit the past three games. 35, 31, and 39. Those are his points in the last three games. Also, he's been a double-double and triple-double machine and a fantasy basketball star so far this year. The last time these two teams played, the Lakers won by 7. Time before that, the Mavericks won by 14. I think it's going to be a close game, and I think the, the Lakers will end up winning by 5 points. Comes down to the fact that Kristaps uh, Porzingis is not playing. I have to agree with Jacob here again. Looks like we're in agreement on a lot these days. Also comes down to uh, the Mavericks have been cold as of late, losing last 3 of 4. And the Lakers, of course, have been hot, as they've been hot all season. Mavericks also have been struggling in the clutch, as where LeBron James and Anthony Davis have no problem with clutch plays. I mean, Luka Doncic, I think, will play great. I think he's the upcoming king versus the current and uh, slightly old, old king. king, LeBron James. So don't certainly don't think he's washed up. But Luka Doncic, I think, will have a great game. Unfortunately, with their lack of clutch play and without Kristaps Porzingis, LeBron James and Anthony Davis will just overpower them, just like they've been. You're forgetting the third brother. JaVale McGee, yes. He knocked down a shot from almost half court. Also a double-double in his last two games. He's been really good. Not to mention the bald Mamba, Alex Crusoe, who somehow has uh, made his way into the all-star voting pretty Top well. Top 10 in the West. But as I was saying, uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis would just overpower them, just like they've been doing with most teams in the league. I mean, it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I don't see, without Christoph Porzingis, I don't see much of a chance for the Mavericks. Lakers win. 
Well, on to the next uh, matchup. We have uh, in Los Angeles, we, we have the Los Angeles Clippers and the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets are known for handing out <laughs> chicken nuggets at halftime if uh, they go over 100 points, which is pretty fun. Um, and the Los Angeles Clippers have had one of the most dynamic duos uh, in sports so far with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. They have been underperforming uh, of late, not the exact powerhouse that was expected of them. What do we see happening right now? I think the Clippers will easily destroy the Nuggets. No. Kawhi Leonard, Paul no. George, Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, they've been absolutely insane <laughs> as of late. Last night they played the Knicks, not a very good team, but Montrezl Harrell... Paul George and Lou Williams all scored over 30 points. The Knicks... Uh, Thanks for your opinion. I want to ask you, how many first quarter points did they let up to the Knicks? 45. But then, like, only, like, 20 in the second quarter. They also... How many... Who named the best Knicks offensive star? I can tell you. Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris. 38 points. The, who do the Nuggets have? Jamal Murray. Murray. Oh, my God. Nikola Jokic. Gary Harris. Nikola Jokic. Those are not Marcus Morris player names. Those are quality players. The Clippers Marcus also Morris. beat the Knicks only by three. And only they've, three points. They've lost yeah. to the Jazz and had the, pretty close encounters. Yeah, the Clippers are going to be better in the long run. I'm not doubting that. But right now, Nuggets come in way hotter than the Clippers. That is Clippers true. Clippers have a bit of a lull right now, as most great teams end up doing, because it's hard to keep that concentration for 82 games. That said, they're in a bit of a lull. Here come the Nuggets. Play great team basketball, just like the Heat last week. Uh, I really respect their team basketball. They've uh, slightly underperformed. Nikola Jokic is uh, is coming back despite his bad start. He's slowly coming back. Jamal Murray, great player. Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr., 25 points on 12 of 13 shooting. He's going to be a stud. This Nuggets team is good for the future. Good right now. Nuggets win. Definitely not a blowout. All right, I'm going to disagree. I think the Clippers win by at least 15 points. Sounds good. All right, now that we've finalized our predictions, it's time to move on to our Wacky Sport of the Week. Drum roll, please. Our Wacky Sport of the Week is Significant Other Carrying. Significant Other Carrying. It's a pretty self-explanatory game, as all these games are. This sport is pretty self-explanatory. His or her significant other must carry his or her other significant other through an obstacle course as fast as he or her can. Where was this sport born, Ellis? Finland. Reykjavik, let's go. There are some restrictions, of course. The course must be 253.5 meters long, with one dry and two water off. And how much must a significant other weigh? The significant other must weigh at least 49 kilograms. Which is a little more than 100 pounds, if converting. And if dropped, the significant other that drops the other significant other must have a 15-second penalty. The World Championships are held in July. And the winner gets the significant other's weight in beer. So again... Again, to play this sport, you must first find a significant other, but once you do, the chances of victory and both intoxication can be, <laughs> if legal, can be uh, achieved. And now, we have a recording of some people playing this game. <gasps> let's go, let's go. Oh, frick! Ah, why did you drop me? <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> it's a great way to build a relationship and just have fun. Who's on top? Who's on top? Who's on top? All right, now it's time to say farewell. Enjoy the week, enjoy the games, enjoy the podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Let me try spelling this again with hopefully better success. What Podcast One, that is W-O-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1 for both our Instagram and Twitter. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, and Buzzsprout. Link in the descriptions. Remember, we are not reliable for the bets you make at home, listeners. If you're betting... $500,000 and you lose it all. Let's make it a million. Let's make it a million. If you're betting a million dollars and lose it all, please don't blame us. That's your fault. 
don't bet that much money unless remember, you're a billionaire or have that million dollars. Remember, we are experts, but we don't recommend you take our advice. Goodbye and have a nice week. Have a good one, everybody. Have a great week.